0: Linux OTC. Welcome to episode 20. We're your hosts. I'm Bill.
1: I'm Eric.
2: I'm Rajid. And I'm Leo.
3: Oh, thank God for truncate silence. (laughs) I know, right? Well, I wonder, doing the whole I wonder if doing the whole I wonder if we are doing alphabetized again, or if we're just going to do. Well, Leo's, Leo's got to be last. I'm not doing yeah. it. So yeah. let's let's <laughs> just make it, it.
0: Right. make it alphabetical except for Leo. So we'll have to put a Z in front of Leo's name. Or yeah, something. that's right.
2: I there's <laughs> a Z at the end of it, so it's it'll work. Hey, yeah, just start spelling it backwards. Yeah, so start with the letter at the end. That's how we alphabetize.
0: Yeah. Episode twenty, like that's like a whole new thing. It's like a whole new number. Yeah, we gotta celebrate.
3: Well, as as opposed to nineteen, it's just like opposed to nineteen. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but you take the tens place and you incremented it by one. I learned that one in first grade.
3: Yeah. Was that in between your arcade games or uh, music things or? Yeah, about in
2: between, in between.
0: (laughs) Jumped into the. uh, Speaking of arcade, which one of you was saying you gotta? One of those Facebook face masks.
3: Oh yeah, so um, it's Black Friday. You know, this uh, ultimately irrelevant holiday the Facebook in the UK stuff. <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, no, right? No, it's a, no. It, it's an irrelevant holiday in the UK because we don't even do Thanksgiving. But for some reason, we do Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, Black Friday that's...
2: has nothing to do with turkeys, so you're well,
3: okay. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So um. What always happens this year at this time of year is like I say, I'm not going to spend lots of money. I'm not going to spend lots of money. I haven't got (laughs) lots of money. I'm not going to spend lots of money. What do I do? I spend lots of money. It's already started. It started by, um, I saw a MetaQuest 2 because the MetaQuest 3 has come out. And so I think they're trying to get rid of the old stock. So I managed to uh, get one off Amazon for, it comes out to £200 actually in the end because they're giving me a gift card as well. So it comes out to about £200. So yeah, I'm going to be getting that tomorrow. Uh, let's see. The one good thing about Black Friday time on Amazon is that the return period normally increases to four months rather than one month. So mm-hmm. I, have, I have on occasion bought stuff, played around with it for three months, then realized there's no point keeping it and then returned it. It's like, well, I pay the money. So now once not? you get Beat Saber, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Okay. So that's why, yeah. I think I might have played Beat Saber in an arcade, actually. It's it's the only good game on MetaQuest. <laughs> is that the one you keep seeing
0: on TikTok, where the the stuff keeps flying at the person and they and they're whacking at it with the uh, lightsaber, and music yeah. is playing? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. If you get it,
2: if you get it with the cool VR headsets, like the the ones that hook up to Steam, you can even put your own music and your own uh, like stuff on it. It's really cool. Hmm. It I don't have cool. that one.
3: I, can't, I mean, I... The, 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 the reason I thought about getting it was because I was speaking to one of my junior doctors the other day. And she was telling me about this like VR, um, uh, There's like a VR bar uh, in the city, uh, you know, where you kind of, you know, organize parties and you all go and you get, you know, have uh, something to drink and then put on VR head, uh, headsets and stuff like that. And I looked into that and it looked quite good, but it was a bit on the expensive side. And I thought, why don't I just have my own? Yeah, well, I can get sloshed it, at home just fine. You know, um, so, uh, yeah, well, let, let's see how it is. I, I do think VR is a fad. I think that it's um, it, it's uh, clearly not going to be the future. Uh-oh, but, you got Eric on this I don't know.
1: I don't I, know. I think it's the type of thing where it's going to mature as a technology, and as the hardware gets easier and easier to use and less expensive, and the applications for it, like, become more... If gaming is the only excuse, then I think probably it's not going to have as mainstream an appeal. Um, Said I every crypto bro ever. Yeah. <laughs> well.
3: I mean, uh, the last time I had a VR headset was the original PS VR, which I got oh, in 2017, I think. And it was such a faff to get it set up and get the cameras and this, that, and the other. I only used yeah. it, I think, twice. It was nice but I literally only used it twice and then after that I was like I'm just gonna get rid of this it's not yeah this is it's not that legitimate is used, not
1: like that you see and that's the thing I think this newer hardware is is probably I had a used or bought a used phone and it came with an oculus like one of the early oculus uh, where you actually put the phone <laughs> in it
3: oh the cardboard oh yeah Google it wasn't
1: cardboard but it was actually yeah. like a and you could adjust it and like um, it wasn't garbage. But the because the screen just wasn't crisp enough, um, it that sort of, you, you couldn't get yourself to forget that you were staring at a phone that close to your face. Yeah. It wasn't oh, um, you know what? It
3: was garbage adjacent. You well, know what? I, it was I, enough I, I, to... Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I've just realized I could probably, you know, write this off as a business expense. Because, <laughs> because, bear with me this here. This is
1: how you spend too much money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then you forget I to write it off at the end of the year. Yeah,
1: Let's rationalize reason. this. Yeah. What what can we do? Yeah, when you yeah,
3: talk no, yourself I, into it. You can't. Right. Right. <laughs> because, anyway. there a, uh, because there was a because um, there was a there uh, was a presentation I saw at one of the uh, uh, anesthetist meetings where they were showing VR headsets to help uh, calm yeah. children down prior to mm. their uh, um, operation. You know, and it had the same effect. Uh, calming you know especially children who've got like issues with like learning difficulties and disabilities and whatever the same as giving them a drug it was about you know uh, that level of sedation that. so this is the
2: beginning it. of the matrix they're, they're getting you calm in the vr and then they're yeah. just going to use you as a battery man so this is the ai is also coming up at this time and who
3: in the matrix mm-hmm. is the machines well have you seen that other ai pin thing this humane ai pin has anybody else seen it I've seen it over on the internet. It's like a Star Trek communicator type thing. Over on in the here. internet, yeah. As in, you know, it was like it was reviewed by, you know, uh, the Virgin. The internet, yeah.
2: <laughs> the internet reviewed it and put it on the internet.
3: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> has anybody else seen it? I it's, have uh, not. All right. No, it's it's like this kind of Star Trek communicator style style, style thing. It's always Sold. listening, apparently. Oh, it's and like I, a,
2: the Star Trek like the thingy. Pin.
3: Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then, you know, whenever you get a, like a notification or something, you just put your hand out and it fires a laser onto it, and then you can see your notifications <laughs> or whatever. Um, it runs Android. The apparently. money is already gone. <laughs> yeah, speaking,
0: speaking 700 pounds. Speaking oh, of firing
2: mind. lasers, wasn't there this wasn't there this huge party of crypto something or other and all the people got like eye damage and sunburns because they were using those disinfectant UV lights mm-hmm. because they yep. looked cool and didn't yes. actually know what they did? Um, that sounds yep. kind of like that. Like my hand has burn marks on it and I don't know why.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I'll put it into the chat so you guys can see what I'm on about. All right. Let's yeah, see this. At some point.
1: I don't know if let's you guys have this. heard of Big Clive. Uh, he does youtube videos and a lot of like electrical engineering kind of stuff and but he had a whole uh video on that where it was like people buy these uv lamps thinking that they're just like you know like you can use it to spot stains and like all these different things you can do with it but they're getting the what kind ones kind of stains eric cat pee stains really oh cat pee got it to be honest but um but people were buying them not realizing like yeah these are dangerous like they will hurt you (laughs) and you know you go on ebay and it's just junk from china that they don't really tell you you it's
2: like real uv man i mean it's like a it's like a tiny sun you're holding and when you stare into it it's not good it's not good for you
1: no it doesn't take long to do that damage too it's pretty uh, pretty powerful
2: i'm looking at this little little computer thing and this looks like a cheater's dream on a test. Yeah. Yes, will be You'll be taking a test and it's A, B, or C. Oh, sweet. Yeah, got
3: it. All right. Okay. So <laughs> Aesthetically, you,
0: come- it could use a little work um, because it looks, I don't know.
3: Bill, a man of your hairstyle should not be talking about aesthetics, really. Uh, uh, oh. Nonsense, I tell you.
0: <laughs> I'm just, I got people saying that I'm bald here and there. How did, so how did I didn't say you were to- bald. But I'm just <laughs> saying. No, but there are people saying that. No, I was just gonna say this thing. I mean, it looks like somebody ought to put a sticker on it saying "Hello, my name is Bill," and then you might be able to get away with stuff.
2: You remember those little tiny Raspberry Pi Pico ones that had little marquees across them, and it would yeah. say hey, "Hi, my name is whatever." Man, that was—I remember when that I remember was. That. that was peak Raspberry Pi right there. That was like when the fervor was hitting.
1: Its it was pitch. one of the
0: things you could do with it because it was. Uh, you had to have a battery going to it, and, yeah. Yeah, you did. And uh, the little—I don't know—you can you can order these little LCD screens and just kind of plug it into as a hat. And I don't know, did they have like a enclosure to kind of put it all together in one piece? Not you really. Can find that.
2: Not really. That it was just kind of uh, behind something, so yeah, you couldn't see it. Yeah, there's an e-ink one right now, which is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, all the all the stuff is exposed, and it's a full sized. Well, they do it with a full sized pie and a pico, or is that a pico? the The smaller one, zero. That's the it's one. a zero.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting. A, I need to
3: buy device. another Raspberry Pi. Do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, there because you go. I've dis- I've, because I've decided. See, it's Black Friday. It's what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, can you get
2: the five on Black Friday? Is there any
3: well, kind of discount? No that's way. Good point. That's a good point. Yeah. No, because I'm. Um, I doubt it. I was. I was I was speaking to someone, one of my colleagues at work, and we were kind of talking about retro games. About, not retro games, games from our childhood. I'm not going to call them mm. retro. You know, so, you oh, know. They're absolutely that, retro. Why, does that make you feel old? <laughs> yes, it does indeed. It does very much indeed. Well, right? Retro as hell. Put it this way, my son saw something about Street Fighter Four, and he's like, oh, that's so nostalgic. And I'm like... Street Fighter Four's nostalgic.
2: Yeah, I grew up with two.
3: Exactly, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Exactly. That was
2: that was my jam.
3: Oh, did anybody else see that? Uh, the band that does the whole Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, that was sorcery, man. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I love watching yeah. that. I can't, I'll never get bored. Remember of the of movie. That.
0: Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, there was a. Movie. It wasn't John as Court bad as people
3: say. It it was not as no. bad as people the say. The only it thing it was had that Jean Claude
0: Van Damme in it. of course, yeah. it was good.
3: Exactly, it, and it had Kylie <laughs> Minogue being campy. I mean, yes. what more do you want? What more do you want?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I tend to love those video game movies. I know they get terrible reviews, but and they, they are campy, but. They, of course, it's live action of, of a video game. <laughs> There's no yeah. real story to the video game in the first place. I mean, or at least it is. It's like very sort of thin. Yeah. And then you're trying to like fill in all of this world building stuff. And like I mean, there, there
3: was a Mortal Kombat movie, another one, I think about two years ago, I think. Yeah. And the thing that I found most amazing about that is that in this country anyway, it only had a 15 rating. Not uh, an 18, which would be the equivalent to your R rating over there, oh, okay. and the amount, yeah. the amount of gore in it. And I was thinking to myself, kids nowadays, flipping heck, we saw one percent of this. It got banned in the nineties. Yeah, know? yeah. You couldn't, you know. The, uh, anyway, um, it was. It wasn't that bad a film, actually. You know, I kids think you have these to adjust. Days? Yeah, you gotta adjust your expectations
0: of a movie. You know, a movie like that is just a have fun and, and and watch something silly. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but people are expecting things I don't know what they're expecting movies to be these magnificent pieces of uh performative art and it almost never is, you know. They people are wanting a little too much, I think. Uh it's
1: entertainment, you know, yeah. and it's as simple as that. And if your expectation right. is that it's just frivolous and silly and, you know, over the top, and that's probably yeah. what you're going to get. So yeah, you know, and I would argue red, we don't
3: rain at the door type of thing.
0: Exactly, yeah. but I would it's argue like that we don't have enough frivolous
1: nonsense to watch. Honestly, well, comedy have has we not, died. Have you not seen which is a YouTube. Shame. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like comedy films used to be sort of that. That was the release, right? You could just watch a stupid comedy, and yeah. you know, I Ace think Ventura? of like all the Adam. Atom- Well, all the Adam Sandler movies. You know, I still love Happy Gilmore because it's just such a stupid premise. Like, you know, but it's fun and it's just dumb and they have cameo appearances and, you know, he's fighting Bob Barker. And like, it's just, it's silly. And that's what was fun about it. And it's like, we're not allowed to be silly anymore or something. Like, I don't get it.
2: Okay, not allowed. I just think it doesn't pull as much money as the Marvel movies. And so they've abandoned doing that because it's about, the box office and every it movie has satisfy to satisfy be...
1: that well yeah. so the, it, because they spend so much money making these movies and what's funny is i you know
3: i can tie uh, this into Linux. We... just wait oh okay i was i was waiting for that i was trying to it's see the leak
1: well we so when you spend 100 million dollars on a movie you actually have to make like 300 million to just cut, break even because of all the marketing costs yeah. and all the rest of it so unless you're making four or $500 million off of that hundred, you're not really making a profit. And they keep doing this where they make, you know, every successive movie is more and more and more expensive. And it's difficult to get your return off of that. Whereas if you make a $10 million comedy or a $20 million comedy, it's much more likely you're going to make 50 million or, you know, whatever you need to make off of that. But they don't want they don't want to go for the small projects. They want to go for you know, swinging for the fences, which I don't
2: know. I mean, sometimes they hit and I think that's that's sometimes. worth that's worth it to them, I guess, cuz it, it all I evens guess. out in the end
1: or something. I, I don't know how we're not bored of comic book movies by now. Oh, come on. I am oh, yeah. bored of comic we, book we movies. Oh clearly are. How? That, I, mean, I absolutely I mean, hate s- Marvel.
3: Yeah, I can't I I couldn't I've actually canceled my Disney Plus subscription. I've I've purposefully not gone to watch Miss Marvel or whatever it's called, not Miss Marvel, oh. uh, the Marvels, the Marvels. Yeah, yeah because I, it complete an utter be and utter superhero fatigue. It's yeah. just like it, it, it's turned into work. It's like oh, I have to watch this, and then I have to watch that, and then I have to do this, and then I have to. I say like, I can't be bothered anymore. I just yeah. I just go back to watching. Right. You have to keep that, up.
1: Because yeah, if you just, try to watch a movie without having seen the previous five, you're not going to yeah. get what's going on, and yeah. you got to
0: follow all of the little storylines too. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. I kind of see. <laughs> this,
3: this, this was the beauty as at the, in the early days of the MCU. In that, say when you watched the original Avengers, yes, if you'd seen the previous films, you got something out of it. But if you hadn't watched the previous films, you still enjoyed it. It still worked as a standalone movie. But now everything depends on something else it depends that you already know this or you already dependency know
2: dependency hell Are, this is how we tie just... it into linux right here this is like marvel now is like rp uh is like red hat back in the day where you had these RPMs where you tried to install one, but you couldn't mm-hmm. because he, there was this dependency. So now <laughs> Marvel's like that. You got to go watch the previous movie before you can watch this one. It's it's Marvel Dependency Hell. I know,
1: by the way, the previous Titled. movie was terrible, so you're going to hate sitting through it, but you need to do it just to get that one, you know, for that five-minute scene that yeah. sort of ties the piece together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, just ti- I'm tired of the formula of the action happens snarky comment action happens snarky comment Action, and it's just it's so stupid it's over and i'm like and i sit there going am i the only one who like sees this as being so flimsy yeah, yeah no, flashy, even even my kids are, and-
3: even my kids are bored of it now yeah Anyway, I, you know, I, I, but so. i think
2: that's it right it's it's flashing lights that's the right. that's the premise of the movies i think uh, you know deep down it is just fancy explosions um you know Easily identifiable characters, whether or not you've seen the previous movies, and a bunch of action. That's.
1: I still blame Michael Bay, and Transformers. Yeah, I blame Bay for
3: and
2: Transformers, a lot of yeah. Yep,
1: yeah. he destroyed Transformers. That 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 was the sort of yeah. He yeah, literally absolutely. did. They
2: exploded in the movie. I saw them destroy the Transformers. That was that's very. It's a very true statement. <laughs>
3: yeah, that, yeah, that's a statement true
0: on many levels. <laughs> I don't want to say much because my wife loves those movies. Um, really transformers she doesn't listen and, to the show bill you can say whatever and, you want uh, she's over there doing laundry um she likes shyla oh, okay
2: so give her five minutes and then you talk to or uh
0: mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah i th- i think by the time Wahlberg came along there you couldn't make it
1: much worse so. anything with Wahlberg, i like mark
2: Wahlberg. okay
1: i do too oh, no, but no, he's he, in the he's right good. films but he takes terrible films all the time him yeah. and will ferrell in that <laughs> he needs movie. the work. hilarious <laughs>
0: yeah but then, I in, like think they could have, they just could have done with a lot less of the snarky crap from the humans, you know. That's it. And then all the
1: it's the, the smartassery, you know. Like we have yeah. to throw in the, you know, you can't just have a serious dialogue. That's just it. Like anytime there's going to be a serious exchange of any kind of emotional level or like deep down meaningful interaction, nope, you gotta you have to lighten the well, mood with it with a snarky comment. They're
2: they're trying to make the movie smart by being snarky and i think a lot mm. of people see that, that where it's like oh that was that was a very clever thing to say this movie is smart and then you can you know smash that in with a bunch of explosions and be like it's a good smart movie Spe- <laughs> <Exactly>. speaking <laughs> of
3: things that really annoyed me this week has anybody else seen this whole apple rcs stuff going around i saw yeah, the, I the nothing
2: phone where they're talking about hacking yeah. into
3: the into yeah, the blue well, bubbles yeah, so that was, that was the first one. And then the second one was Apple saying that they will integrate RCS into their SMS and have it as um, alongside iMessage. Th- this and is it- my
2: favorite thing in the entire world. Because coming up to this, you have to remember that Google has been begging Apple to yeah. open up the blue bubbles for years. And then when asking nicely didn't go their way, they tried to force them through the courts and mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet at all. So Google is stomping their feet. Apple, please, Apple, please. And now we're starting to get a little bit of traction.
1: Yeah. Well they have they're marketing directly to people where they're saying, Oh, well, Apple just, you know, their walled garden approach yeah. and like all they need to do is adopt this yeah. open RCS standard. Okay. They don't okay. want to share with you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. So
3: the thing is that I find it very suspect that Apple made this announcement the day that the depositions were going in to the EU in the trial about what our gatekeeper services and iMessage mm-hmm. is a gatekeeper, you know. Um, but now Apple can say, no, can we support RCS, so therefore, you know, uh we shouldn't be subject to the digital markets It's Act gonna and-
2: it's gonna be the same thing that browsers are doing. They're gonna they're gonna have like that that header at the beginning of every packet, and it's going to still allow Apple to color Android stuff green. That's yeah. why Nothing is doing not, the Nothing Company, because uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that sounds yeah, weird then... otherwise. Um, that's why they're doing what they say they're doing, which is hacking into the blue bubbles, and Android people <laughs> will have blue bubbles and don't worry. And it's so, like, but what a weird social issue that we have
3: that it's so important to have blue bubbles, right? I mean, this is entirely a North American issue. For us. For the rest of us in the world, it's, we, just, use it, we all just use WhatsApp. Yeah, we just don't yeah. use WhatsApp. You know, but, but what's yeah. annoying what what annoyed me about it was when I was listening to you know some some company uh, commentators on The Verge talking about this and kind of saying Apple ha- keeps to, talks a big game about privacy and security and yet was happy to keep people on SMS and an unsecure, unencrypted platform. What's well, not because. Because the, yeah, well, I mean, general SMS, general SMS, I'm not talking about iMessage, general SMS is unencrypted, stays on carriers, servers, and things like that, right? So, it, you know, y- your information's all out for everyone to see. And when when pushed, well, why don't you adopt this newer standard, which is encrypted and things like that? Oh, just go buy your mom an iPhone, was you yes. know, the famous Tim Cook answer. But that's...
2: That's the entire point of that whole entire thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that they need to keep iMessage closed off. But their argument wasn't that we care about everybody's privacy. They care about people on iPhone's privacy. They, right. they care about Apple privacy. Their customers. And so if you're yeah. using Apple hardware with people that also have Apple hardware, you have the pinnacle of security as far as the corporate
3: goes. But and that's not necessarily true, not though, They're wrong, is it? though. No, no, but not it's not necessarily true, though. Is it because if you are, from, okay, you, you, you might have to uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if, say, so if you're an Apple user, so you're on your iPhone, you're on iMessage, you're texting a uh, Android user because... But you've broken it already. Well, so, wait a minute. It's uh, the fact that someone texts someone else who doesn't happen to use the platform, mm-hmm. right, that makes yep. your makes your messages insecure. Mm-hmm. How is that not shitty? How is it that is. not just I didn't a, say yeah. it wasn't? What I'm yeah, that, saying is that, and, and, and Apple how, is that to Apple, how is that security for you? How is that secure for you though? But
2: that's not what they said, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, and they are saying, Apple to Apple is secure. Apple to anything else, man, that's that's not our business. They need to be on an Apple device and you'll have security.
3: But when, But then there's when, a, but then there's an open standard that's out there that would fix it. Right, but why which would is, Apple get rid of its money maker? Why would it no, do that? No, but there it's not is doing a, that. But it's not even in, do, it not it doesn't even need to do that. To be honest, all it needs to do it, it it has its own iMessage thing, which is separate, and then says okay. But if you you know if the person that you're sending it to isn't on iMessage, at least it goes through RCS instead.
2: Right, but what what I'm what I'm getting at is that this will lose Apple money.
1: Mm, I'm not saying that we I shouldn't it force
2: it. Will it will because we have this entire thing in America. You you can you can see where. Uh, There have been survey after survey after survey after survey that Android Android usage is going down in the U.S. and Apple usage is going up. And one of the big reasons for that is blue bubbles. And this is what I was talking about at the very beginning of this conversation, that it's a weird social issue that is getting Apple market share. And by bringing in more blue bubbles that aren't on Apple hardware, they're going to be affecting their bottom line.
1: But I think that's true for younger people. I don't think older people care about. You're right, Eric. Yeah, those surveys
2: were for younger people. Yes.
1: Right.
3: I mean, even if they do do this, which is from what I understand, it's still not going to solve the. It's still not going to make an RCS chat a blue bubble. It's just that it will still be a green bubble. It's just that it will be secure. And I mentioned that too. you know what it does
1: do? It it makes it less annoying to chat with an iPhone user when you're on Android. So for like right Mm. now. If they like your message, you get a separate SMS yeah. message that says, Somebody liked your message. You're like, Yeah, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. so RCS does enable certain things like, you know, um, reactions. Um, there's some other, Read, yeah, yeah, Read recedes,
3: full, uh, full uh, resolution uh, video and yeah, the uh, video photos. thing. Was That's really annoying. super
1: annoying. That is so annoying. i because most of my family uses iPhones. Um, my, oh. My direct family, my immediate family, we all use Android and always have. So we just prefer that. But all of my extended family uses iPhones, and they'll send this video, and it's like, oh, check this out. And it is literally unwatchable. Yeah, Yeah. It's so low quality that you can't even see it. Yeah, Yeah. because it has to go down to MMS quality.
3: I mean, as I said, for the rest of the world, this just isn't an issue because we're just all using WhatsApp. So, it, except it's not, that
1: WhatsApp isn't it isn't a panacea. It doesn't. No, it's
3: not. It's not. But it, it definitely isn't. But it's cross-platform, and you have um, uh, it. It works equally as well, you know, regardless of platform.
1: It's nice that it's not tied to the fact that you have to have like a SIM card and service hmm. on a mobile provider to be able to do. I mean, SMS. Yes, there are certain apps you can use and stuff like that. Uh, Google Voice and other voice voiceover IP providers and stuff like that, but ultimately SMS is tied to a phone number, whether it's a virtual one or a you know mm-hmm. a, something tied to a service, and that's probably the biggest pain in the butt out of all of it in terms of usability. WhatsApp is just an app; you just install it, and it doesn't matter if it's on a computer, or a phone, or you know, it's just there. It's you yeah. can use it no matter what. Uh, does it have in- end-to-end encryption enabled by default yeah. or do you yeah, have to enable it
3: no it does have end-to-end uh, encryption inc- using by the default. signal
1: protocol by the way okay mm-hmm. okay well then i give them enough credit that they aren't eavesdropping on conversations they still know who you're talking to which i guess is enough information for them how frequently you talk to them yeah so there's still it's still a facebook product which oh, yeah. i don't love um
2: yeah the but the the protocol and um I mean, the protocol is should be enough that you can say, all right, maybe it's a Facebook product, but they did good with the choice of protocol. There is yeah. no going back, n- not with yeah. signals protocol, at least not, well, not that we have found out there's no way to go back on that
1: encryption. So for a, for a long time, SMS cost money. Like it was part of your plan. You had mm-hmm. so many messages. This is why messages. Apple would, what you're saying. And, and, and once they just became unlimited. Like I don't know of any plan. I mean, maybe there's still some really but you know, budget plans that have like a certain number that you get. Not for SMS um, that I know of. Yeah. I mean at this point it's pretty much just wide open. You just get unlimited. So now that it's unlimited, I it the likelihood that we change is pretty low. Well I mean, that at was, this point and that yeah.
2: happened those plans happened in the late nineties, early two thousands, which is um which is about the time that the iPhones came out and iMessage started to become a thing and that's why they won because we had unlimited messaging which meant that you know everybody was already tied in the US already tied yeah. into the SMS ecosystem so we already kind of was our, we're already using that and then when iMessage came out and then added features to SMS by doing absolutely nothing else you didn't have to change apps you didn't have to turn on any settings yeah. iMessage came out and just made SMS better but that's when the whole blue green bubble thing started to happen so, yeah. you know, but that's why they won because SMS won and
1: yeah. they just took advantage well, of it. Well, funny enough, SMS was popular because the carriers made it. So they, they pushed right. it um, because they made so much money off of it for such a long time. You and know, then you they still just-
0: have people to this day that have little to no data associated yeah. with their mobile plan. And so right. it's always going to be SMS for people like that. I've always been interested in how... Yeah, you're right. SMS kind of became the de facto standard here in the States just because, I think, of how uh, most of our plans came with the unlimited uh, – or right. they evolved into the unlimited messaging. Mm-hmm. But something like WhatsApp uh, would use data.
2: but to- and, and, and that was for the same reason, just the opposite way. So in Europe, you didn't have these unlimited SMS um, carrier plans, or at least they weren't very popular – And when the apps like WhatsApp and and different communication apps like that started springing up, it was before unlimited SMS was widespread over there. So, Well, is
1: there anything else? I mean, as far as I know, most people in the world, the rest of the world, are using WhatsApp. Yeah. And for that reason,
3: there's WeChat in China, Line, I think, in Japan. Yeah. Um, But yeah, WhatsApp, pretty much. I mean, whenever I speak to any of my relatives, in whether they're in the Gulf or in India, you know, it's it's all WhatsApp. Now, In, fact, the, in incorporated... fact, everything works on. In fact, everything works on WhatsApp. I mean, you know, yeah. there in there, it's become a, that kind of everything app type of thing. You well, know, I was just going to ask: and... is it like
1: WeChat where there's payments and sort so of in all India, that? Comes... Yes,
3: in India, yes. Elon's try and hang on, guys. X will oh. get there.
0: Yeah, well, if they yeah. do, I'll never know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Forget X.
3: But you yeah, need a credit um...
2: card to log into X. Delete. <laughs> yeah,
3: for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in, in in India, WhatsApp is kind of going that way. But I mean, even even if you take that aspect out of it, I'm just saying that the kind of the, the discourse, as it were, um, everything kind of happens on WhatsApp. So I remember when I was in Saudi and um, they their plans have a specific WhatsApp thing to it, you know, uh, because it's used oh. so much that, you know, how much your it's WhatsApp is yeah 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 so like you're saying oh. about you know number of sms's or number of this yeah. because what they're realizing is then people aren't especially people aren't then doing phone calls through their normal phone mm-hmm. you know and so i remember seeing loads of people doing voice notes and then waiting for the reply voice voice note and then a reply again voice note and then you know they're having a full conversation through voice yeah. notes you know um so that, that that's what i mean by it's just completely ubiquitous it's everywhere you know, everything is, you know, y- your default. And to the, to now, uh, some relatives I know who recently came to this country, they never, even though they have local phones and phone numbers and unlimited plans, they never ring me from their phone. They're always yeah. ringing from WhatsApp because that mm-hmm. they're just so used to doing that. My wife has noticed that in our area, our signal, our data signal is better than our phone signal. And so yeah. she rings with WhatsApp, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, you know, so th- do you see what I mean? It's it's like, so iMessage for us is just like not relevant, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I said... The, the well, so I've, even
1: even though people have iPhones in the UK and a lot of people have them, they're still using WhatsApp instead yeah. of iMessage. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, the EU would have regulated this a long time ago had iMessage been a bigger deal in Europe. Um, true but because it's not we're we're having to depend on our own government to push things along and well um that's not going so great right now so you know we got we well, got a little ways to go we'll figure it out
1: i'm surprised that apple actually is doing this uh, i honestly thought they were just always going to say you know what?
2: yeah but i, this I feel is like they see the writing on the wall Th- this is not They're not doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. Apple and companies like it don't do anything unless they are forced to, just like the right to repair thing. Apple wasn't gonna let you take a battery out of their phone, please. But the law started getting pushed and they saw the writing on the wall and they were like, hey,
3: look at this, we'll throw you a bone here. So so, So what I've noticed in life in general, right, and technology definitely, and big companies even more, is if you see the writing on the wall, if you see the winds blowing up a certain way, the best thing to do is to get out ahead of it. Yeah. And to And so before you're forced to do something you're not happy to do, do something which you're still not happy to do, but it's tolerable for you. Right, And so, you get to do an entire ad campaign on it. Yeah, You no, can be, so we're the first. Right. Yeah no, so the right. example I so the example I remember I mean is not a, it's not a technical example it's a medical example from when from hospital where so many of us were having to stay in overnight because of uh, long cases and this that and the other um, that we just said that look before they make us do it what we're going to say is that we will do it for x amount of money yeah, you exactly. Know, and get ahead of it and say, okay, fine, before the hospital make it mandatory on us. Control stay the... the
2: narrative. Exactly. That way exactly. you can
3: form the end result. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, and so that's exactly and that's like what Apple's done. Because what Apple has done is this. Because all, it all depends on how you define this word interoperability. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, what this decision by Apple is not is... We are now going over to RCS and Google Messages and opening up iMessage. That is not what it is. What it is, is when you, instead of sending an SMS now, we will send you an RCS message instead. You can send an RCS message instead. And then, then they can say, well, iMessage is still the better thing. Right, and it's still walled off, and it's still this, that, and the other. But we've and now it's still a done blue this, bubble. yeah, and it's still a blue bubble. But now we've got this, and now therefore you can't come and beat us with a stick saying that we're not interoperable because we've got our, we've got a universal standard on there.
2: Yeah, and I think that's too technical. I think once you hit oh, it it fails down to RCS, otherwise I message. That's too technical for our government, at least in the U.S. to legislate. I think I think the EU would make it messy, but I think we would get it fully wrong. So. I think it'll be so close that they'll just be like, ah, it's good enough. Okay, fine, leave it alone. And then, and that's how. That's exactly how it is. It's getting up in front of it. That way, you can control how it ends. That's exactly. And what the I reality just it.
1: is, if you if you read the announcement, there, this isn't changing anything. They're not getting rid of green bubbles. They're not. Uh, It is just going to allow for interoperability. Just like you said, how Apple added features on top of the existing SMS protocol. That's all this really does. It just adds some other capabilities, but it doesn't actually change the the blue bubble, green bubble debate. And
3: And this is what annoys me about Apple, because I know that all big tech and all big companies are always going to do what's good for their bottom line and all this kind of stuff. But it's the hypocrisy around it that gets me, really. The kind of oh, we're just doing this to be secure. No, you're not oh, you you mean need to the, make money. The, be honest. So just say you're making money. Just say you're making money. That's the, the fine. Don't I'm be right with evil that.
2: hypocrisy from Google. Nice. Yeah. Nice Android yeah. there. Oh, nice yeah. Android you got
3: there. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> as I said, it's not just Apple, but yeah. it, it it it's what puts me off all of these big tech companies. Because you know, they're just so nauseatingly hypocritical when it comes to stuff like this. Like, just don't just say the truth. Just say that we want to make money, we want to rinse you as much as we want. Fine. That's what we expect, and you know, if the product's free, I know I'm the data. I'm the I'm the product, and that my data is this. That's fine. Right. Just be honest but about it.
2: That that's the exact reason that I've, I'm trying to get away from Google as much as possible because there's so much free stuff in Google that really is useful. But every single step of the way, they're stripping away your privacy and stripping away what. Um, what I think the internet always was in the first place, man. So I mean, that, I that's, an, that's
3: an interesting—that's an interesting thing, actually. Oh, sorry, Eric, I'll let you carry on. But I was just going to say—I was going to ask you once Eric's done—tell me what, how, what have you replaced your Google services with? I'll be interested to know. We'll get there. Yeah.
1: So I, all I was going to say is I think that there's a myth about Google providing all of this f- functionality and services. <clears throat> yes, they have. Uh, you know, Android has been a success for them. So the sort of the services that are ancillary to that, and I think Google Photos is a, is a big part of that where, you know, you're backing everything up. Um, you know, the Android experience has gotten much better. But in terms of like their, their other apps, like Meet is awful. Um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, Hangouts was a success, I think. And they got rid of it. You know, that was something that was sort of beloved to a lot of people, me included. My entire family used it. And it was very useful. No, we can't support that. So I feel like a lot of their services outside of Gmail and uh, the basic sort of core stuff. And their office is, is decent, you know. But it's all as barely minimal as it needs to be like there's no real robust features and that's why when people look at the comparison between something like a google product and an apple product Mm -hmm. apple really adds that extra set of features they make it look better they make it easier to use and i think that's a big part of why they've been successful yep and there there
2: weren't five different messages apps on the apple phone
1: right Mm -hmm. and exactly them
2: didn't die and, but Google does this. This is exactly what Google does. They just killed news, didn't they? Like yeah. in the past yeah, couple I got of days. That.
3: Yeah, I got the email saying that Google News was dead, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you know what didn't die? Apple News. And it's been the same, just about, from the very beginning. And they don't kill things. So when you start depending on something, you don't pick up your phone one day and the app is uninstalled. Or when you click on it, it's like, this has moved to whatever. Right.
1: They also tend to not make huge changes between releases, which alienate people because you're immediately like, what happened to that feature? Yeah. Oh, well, they and they don't even, Google doesn't even announce what they change. Like you just randomly open on Gmail a dev one blog. day. Well, yeah, oh, right, because anyone's ever gonna look at that. But I mean you just randomly open uh Gmail one day, the the I the Android client, and all of a sudden like something's radically different. And you're like, What is going well, yeah. on? Yeah. They do it all the time. And it's very it's very frustrating. And, it, yeah. and you're right, like on an Apple device, you you know what you're gonna get.
2: Yeah, outside of the Simple privacy that. stuff. That was another big reason why I had to leave. I had to stop because I would start depending on something, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, that Duo thing that you've been using, which is basically iMessage and FaceTime. Nah, we're, we killed it. Man.
1: What was so the you, alternative you to, a, to Gmail for a while? Um, Inbox. Oh, mail. Uh, Inbox. Uh, yeah, Inbox. Inbox. That's right. <clears throat> that was, Inbox was fantastic.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep, and they killed it. Got to kill it. They just killed it. So
0: well, that was the anyway. beginning of the is still end still working unless this is just <laughs> but it won't
1: for for long right they yeah. announced
2: its death so it's going to be on that that website that the guy keeps together of all the things that google has killed it's going to be there if if it's not already there it's going to be there soon
0: i've just got uh to the point google podcast I, I struggle to care google podcast
1: podcast is dead. another one.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah podcast is dead yeah
1: gone because they yeah. want you to use music which is the, the youtube like, oh, subscription no. thing
2: Terrible. Yeah, they they want you to pay the eighteen dollars a month for the YouTube thing so that you can have podcasts that are free yep. that you can get anywhere for free. Yep. Really? It's so they can advertise anyway. to you, man.
1: Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I mean I, I do like the Pixel. I have to say it's a in terms of Android, it is the best Android experience I've had, even though it is so heavily reliant on Google. But I am Every time I have to make a purchasing decision, I start leaning closer and closer to Apple, just simply because, you know, it's it's like if I just gave into it and I just <laughs> had all the products, part of the Borg, man. I know that my life would just be easier, right? It would I just be. know that I wouldn't have to deal with all of the mess that I deal with now. Yeah, but I just have to accept it, right? That's the, that's the so, biggest I mean, thing,
3: man. I yeah. I have tried to be. Uh, you know, with my uh, iOS exper- uh, experiment over the last eighteen months, right? I have tried. I have tried against myself to become an Apple guy, and I just can't. It's just.
2: No, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Stop. Stop thinking and stop thinking of it that way. Don't become an Apple guy. You don't have to do that. Just use the apps like you've always used them. You don't have to become an Android or an Apple guy. Yes, yes, pay money like we should be doing in Linux as well. We should be paying developers for the work that they put into every. This is their blood, sweat, tears, and knowledge into an app. But here's here's a crazy one ninety nine doesn't hurt me that bad.
1: Right when you when you pay that money, first of all, you usually get a better product. Yeah, that's true. Uh, You get support. You also are funding a developer that now will have some longevity. So that thing that you're using will probably be around for a little while. Uh, I'm starting to, to not starting, but it, it's not something that's new, but I am getting tired of having an open source project that I rely on for something that just dies. And whether it's funding or lack of interest or, you know, life change or whatever it is that, pulls the developers away from that project, it just dies. And then all of a sudden.
2: Here's what happens is a developer will start working on a project that they like, that they love, that they have this really good idea for, and they'll start putting it together. And so they have all this passion. They don't need money for that right now. They have all this passion, and and they're dumping all of that into this project. And then it gets a little popular. People start pull requests and all this kind of stuff, adding in feature requests and things like that. And so now the project is deviating a little bit from what what the original developer wanted. And so now they're just having to work on it. Now now it's becoming a little bit of work. So the passion is is falling, but th- what you do to continue development on that software is you supplement the loss of passion with an increase in money. And that will stave off and add longevity to yeah. the application so that it doesn't die. And if we could figure that out in open source, if we could if we could really start to supplement with the cash, then I think we would start to see better products and we would see longer living applications as well.
1: Well, in larger things like, you know, Wayland is a good example. Why is it taking so long for Wayland to get to this right. point? It's because there's no real structure around it. It's a bunch of loosely organized volunteers. <clears throat> with a few paid developers you know there are there are definitely some companies that will support it financially but ultimately a lot of these things and we're talking like foundational things not just Wayland but you know we talk about this over and over where there's this one open source project that is like underpinning all of these major you know systems that exist in the world and all, and it's basically a guy you yeah. know and like That's a guy sound, working man. on it yeah yeah, and About, it's what was like,
2: it ten years ago? Or less than ten years ago? SSL, where it underpinned everything, every bit of security on the entire internet, but it was maintained by one guy, and he wasn't getting paid <laughs> by anybody—not banks, not not Target, not any store or yep. any bank. That is that all is, this
1: commerce that's happening because right, of what he did,
2: because yep. of him. No one's paying him. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, we'll pay you $80,000 a year. This guy is protecting all of the internet and you're going to pay him $80,000. Really? The guy should be a billionaire.
1: Yep. Yeah, honestly, for something like that, that enables. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like, and I know there's no practical way to do this, but it's almost like the license should have language to the effect that if you are making money, off of this software, if you are, if it is underpinning a system that either is customer facing that someone is paying you for, or is supporting your business operations, that there, there, there has to be some way for a small percentage of what you're making. And and it's not something that's going to hurt you, not a tax, not, you know, we're talking something- Oh, it will be a tax,
2: and it'll be, it'll be framed that way if the language ever changes.
1: I know. I know. And that's the way it'll be, you know- uh, torches and pitchforks, I know. But yep. Yep. Um, at the end of the day, if it was like that, if a very small percentage of the overall money that's being made off of this went back into the development of it, think of how strong those projects would be. Because you're right, it becomes real work. It becomes like all the drudgery that you don't want to do. The thing that you were interested in doing now has been drowned out by all of the, well, this doesn't work here. And that, and you know, it's like, how long can you deal with that before you just like? <laughs> I don't want to. I'm done. I'm done. Well, you can't the can't the,
2: <laughs> the day that project is announced that it's dead, that's how long. And it's different for every project. And it's sad to see them go.
3: So we, you were mentioning about that you're getting rid of Google. Uh-huh. What what services are you using to um, replace Google in your? Don't life? say
1: Nextcloud. <laughs> <clears throat> so Nextcloud,
2: no. Uh, well, actually, I, I, so. Sort of, yes, Nextcloud. I, I don't use a whole lot of cloud storage in the first place. Um, so the big one, I suppose, from Google is email, right? Um, and so I don't roll my own, but I pay for hosting on email. So I have my own uh, domain. I have my own account. Um, and it's pretty trivial to add new accounts if I wanted them. I think it's like a dollar a piece uh, a month or something like that. So it's not it's not particularly expensive. It's not proton mail expensive, but I could go that way if I wanted to as well. If I was looking for absolute um, security, uh, I suppose that maybe may be where I, I go. And right now's a good time, right? Black Friday sales on proton mail, you get your first year for super cheap. But I don't think you can just keep re upping at the discounted rate because if you could, well, that but, might be. So clean. we
1: just had the conversation about paying for things. And right. if oh, privacy yeah, is important yeah. to you,
2: paying for my email and that's that's perfectly fine because it's not like I have a huge amount of email that goes in and out and you know the I, I still have a Gmail account you can't really get away from Google fully because I have a YouTube account so you know yeah. you, but but it's a separate account it's an account that gets no email it sends no email and all it does is it manages the YouTube um, but there is no YouTube competitor this is one thing that Google has done mostly yeah. right up until recently um, youtube but they've captured the market so now they can do whatever they want they can add you know three times as many ads as the length of the video and you know people can complain and some people will uh drop their subscription maybe or you know try to go to something else
1: but there's just no real competitor to youtube exactly where are you gonna go yeah exactly peer tube yeah odyssey odyssey right that Mm -hmm. was that was gonna be the big one
2: Man, those uh, those comment sections are trash. Oh over there. my goodness!
1: And, and, and the the quality and subject matter that it attracts are basically all the people who can't be on YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that yeah. that
2: explains why the comment sections are trash. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because those commenters aren't allowed on YouTube either.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So and and okay, you know what? Fine. You know, in the interest of open and fairness, like if the lunatics want to have a place to be, uh, that where they're allowed to be. There's
2: normal people there too, because I think there there are there are a lot of people on Odyssey that really just don't like the way that YouTube is. But you know, you're sharing a room with the lunatics, and I
1: tried, mm. I tried really hard, uh, but there's so much background noise, and honestly, also whenever you tell someone, well. My videos aren't on YouTube. Well, that's already weird to them. But secondly, yeah. uh, go to this place and, and, and then the first page that that loads has all of the conspiracy theory things or yeah. all of the <laughs> flat Earth things or all. And it's like you're immediately associating yourself with that entire group of people, yeah. whether you want to or not.
2: Exactly. So is there a is there an Odyssey app? Like, in just like yeah, if I go to I the app store and I type in Odyssey and the app is called Odyssey.
1: Yeah, it's basically yeah. just a a, a, a not Electron, but I think it's basically just a, it's consuming the web services. There's oh, very little. Oh, okay, okay. It's essentially the, exactly the same as the website.
2: I see. Um, okay. Well, I, I mean, hey, as long as you can go so, get an app, like, it makes sense, right? Uh, because nobody wants complexity. So when I when I tell someone, you know, the, the video's on YouTube, they know that they can go to YouTube.com or they can use the YouTube app. That's it, right? The the naming is exactly the same. But when you do right. that with Mastodon, it's really hard. Um well, early on it was really hard because there weren't a lot of apps and there was no official Mastodon app and it was all just like, Well, you could do mm-hmm. it on the desktop and it's like, but I'm on my phone. So yeah, it but now that that has kind of hit a fever pitch as well, where um Mastodon has an official Mastodon app and there's all the the cool uh third party apps that are that are pretty interesting as well. So that's good. I, I appreciate
1: that. You know, the way those services can work is if you are embedding them elsewhere. So that if the user never has to go to the service itself and you're just consuming the content from your website or, you know, Facebook or, I mean, wherever you're putting that video, um, you know, if you don't have, if they don't have to go to the service, then I think that kind of works out okay. Um, But yeah, otherwise, like – and. <clears throat> but I, I personally really, I've been on Gmail, I'm not kidding you, from the time it started. So what's oh, that I been? Have, 20... I have the emails
2: from 2013 where I was inviting people to Gmail, where yeah. it was still a closed, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you
3: remember when you would start off, it would be like telling you how much space you had, and then it would be increasing by the, yeah. the second, yeah. I,
1: I just want to, I, I really am at the point now where I'm so indoctrinated to the way that Gmail handles email like the with the labels and the you know the rules and like all the things that make it really easy to use for me um i still i still have this this like feeling every time i use it i'm just like i i know i shouldn't be using yes and but what what else can i do i've become so used to it like what can i do to get away from it. I'll
2: give you one step. I'll give you one of the first steps you can do to start de-unplugging from Gmail. And that's use a third-party email app. Namely, Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Use Thunderbird and do Gmail that way. They're, one of the cool things that you get with that is Gmail still going to be, uh, Google is still going to be checking every email on the way in and then creating a profile based off of that, right? But, yeah. but what you can do is start knocking off a lot of the third-party stuff that comes in with those emails with those tracking pixels and when you click on a Mm -hmm. link it's directly tied to the email that clicked on that link and all that stuff thunderbird blocks that by default so it's just a nice starting point and unless you set them up yourselves you don't get that promotions and social labels stuff it just all hits you in the face and you realize just how much trash is in your email and hopefully that that spurs you yeah, it, yeah, hopefully it spurs you to unsubscribe to 98% of the stuff yeah. that's coming yeah. into your inbox. Because we don't need 48,000 emails and then have to spend the ninety nine to get the extended you know mailbox on Google. You don't need that much. You really don't. But it kind of seems like you do when you sign up for every newsletter that exists. So uh, unsubscribe yeah. from all that stuff. I promise. You go to the website, they have the same sale. It's there, I promise. It's on the front page, and it's like marqueeing across. I, I,
1: I guess the UI is the biggest, the the trickiest part for me because I, I have used Gmail not only with Thunderbird, um you know like using GNOME how it's sort of integrated and you you put in your Google stuff you get uh, your calendar in the in the GNOME calendar and you get whatever email client is automatically configured and all of that stuff. Uh, so I've used Gmail in various different desktop clients and it just it's just not the same. Um, and, mm. and I need to, that's really what needs to change for me is not so much the content of the email. Cause I already turned off all of the grouping and all that stuff. I don't like that. Any of that. Um, even though I liked inbox as much as I did, I yeah. don't like that, that the way they do it in Gmail. Um, I don't want to be obfuscated. I don't want anything to be hidden from me. I want to be able to oh, see it myself yeah. and deal with it. So it's not so much that it's just uh, the way the UI is the, I'm just so used to, Gmail. That when I use something like Thunderbird, even though it's good and it's getting better, uh, I now I use Thunderbird for all of my ancillary accounts, all the mm. you know non Gmail accounts, and I'm perfectly fine with it. But so there's what, just what there's, is it
2: specifically? I'm curious. Like what what is it that is in Gmail.com? What feature? What look and feel?
1: I so the way that the labels are handled in Gmail versus the way they're handled in Thunderbird. Okay. The way that the conversations can have multiple labels, I've, mm. that's very useful to me, and it always has been. Okay. And the fact that you're limited to a single folder in a traditional... So if if any client would ever handle folders as labels the way that Gmail does, that would probably get me pretty pretty far. Yeah, um, okay. So closer because, to like a I hashtag do or like, something. Well, yeah. So I mean, I'll have... As a client email comes in for the business side of things it'll automatically be tagged with that label for the client. But then also if I snooze it or if I put it in, um, you know, I, I have, <clears throat> I snooze, use the, the snoozing is useful, Yeah. Yeah. Snoozing. I use the uh, getting things done model where there's an action review and waiting uh, uh, smart, bucket. Yeah. And so if I put it into action, now it's tagged for the client and tagged for action. Uh, so I know sort of how to handle it and triage it, and so I just have a whole system that I've been using for you know uh, ever with Gmail that just doesn't like it's not just mail. It's it's more around sort of the workflow.
2: I will keep uh, an eye out for because Thunderbird supports extensions, the same a lot of the same extensions that Firefox supports. So right. there may be something written for Thunderbird that does bring in the functionality but i've not i've not looked into any of the extensions before so i wouldn't even know where to point you if if there was I, something I like to that use were to Thund- exist. i used
3: to use thunderbird for my work email um a couple of years ago i found it really good then but now <clears throat> now that my work email has migrated to exchange i've never really managed to get a good uh exchange compatible client on linux thunderbird apparently has an extension um uh, um evolution apparently has an extension i got the evolution one to work and then it stopped working and now i can't get it to start up again um so i've just given up actually on that one and i've just decided to just use the the web app because it is just work stuff yeah it's not, yeah not the most that's stuff. how i do it for
2: work too i just use web gmail because i'm not gonna but yeah. so on the on the since we're running out of time uh there what else with google because i don't think i use much anything else of google outside of I Gmail, use their and apps I do that as a little lot. as I possible. Use
1: drive, I use uh docs. Yeah, I, I don't use drive sheets. anymore. Uh um, I, I use all that stuff bec- and it not is it isn't What even about pho- necessarily, photos? Photos, yeah, photos photos. Photos. It's not even necessarily because it's collaborative. I use it because I just like how I, I like it as a as a word processor. Mm. It's bare bones, very minimal, but still has a lot of keyboard shortcuts, so it's very yeah. quick and you know uh, it's just, it's focused. It's a very focused experience using their office tools versus Microsoft. Like, don't, I just want to create a file. Don't make me go through all these stupid steps <laughs> to get to, you know what I mean? Like, just let me create a file. And that's, yeah. unfortunately, I think Word is trying to be too helpful in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah. I think the word web is not anywhere it, as good. Personally, I think it's clunky and kind of bloated. And Anyway. Um yeah, I, I, I just, I need to just, and it's kind of like I said with the Apple stuff. I just need to realize that, yes, Gmail has given me all of these different ways of doing things, but the cost of that is them having access to all of the information that comes through. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Medical stuff, banking stuff. I mean, yeah. how they, see, they know so much about me um, and have for such a long time. You know, and I have this. We thought thought cookies were bad, but you're using the mail. (laughs) Oh, they they have I'm using their phone. I mean, they know everything about me like twenty four hours a day. Mm -hmm. So I just want to see like how much of that can I remove from my life. And I
2: I've said years ago I'd be I'd be slightly more okay with them stealing my entire identity if they just split the the revenue with me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right just so there are apps that with you can do that actually get some of the uh, money that your data is accruing oh there was a what was a app called get your google, slice google ain't sharing it with you this is some other way to sell
2: your data oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah. i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to sell That's my a, data it's just that google yeah. won't stop selling my data give me that money and i'll be slightly happier with it yep
1: okay well we're not going to solve that today but i appreciate your uh, <clears throat> and i agree with you maybe there are some extensions or something that kind of gets me a little closer yeah i'll keep an the, eye out th- for you
2: cuz i I've, I've, I've been meaning to look into some extensions to make that experience a little bit better and i'm waiting for thunderbird for iphone oh my god that'll that'll be that'll be the mm. day i think not can not
3: hasn't it come out i thought you got k9 mail some, for,
2: android, for android for android it's android. come yeah. out yeah and they've they've teamed up with they they absorbed k9 mail they're going to relaunch thunderbird on the on the android uh and then some later date Apple will have a version.
0: Well, on that yeah. note, we better wrap it up. Um, let us know what you think, dear listener. Show at linuxotc.org. Um, hit us up on the Discord. I don't know what else. We- oh, Mastodon. I don't know why I keep forgetting that.
2: But uh, Yeah, how dare you?
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, Mastodon. That's, that's bad about that it. it. It's better than that twitter Xy weirdo crap. I
0: don't even know if... <laughs> I've I've completely disconnected from Twitter or whatever. It's mutated you're better into. For me it. too. Yeah, and, you're better for it. And so, if you've been trying to get a hold of us on that, eh, I apologize. Um, <laughs> go go use a proper format like. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, email. Let us know what you think. Comment directly on the website. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, anyway, we'll be back in two weeks, and then until then, I've been Bill.
1: I've been Eric.
3: I'm evaluating my life choices, (laughs) magic. And I'm still Leo.
0: Have a good one, folks.